Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Whitley, and you're tuned in to another Wondering Whitley session. It is Monday, and we are here. <laughs> um, I hope y'all had a good weekend. So I'm pretty sure the whole world knows what happened at the Oscars last night, and I'm not going to talk about that per se. I just want to, you know, use that as an entryway to what we're going to discuss today, which is... Um, if you don't know, like if you just don't have any type of social media, Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. Yeah, because he made a joke about uh, Jada's hair, which Jada has come out talking about. She has alopecia, she has a hair condition that she can't really control. So Jada didn't think it was funny. Will got up and slapped him on international television. And people, you know, it was so shocking to everybody because people thought it would to the point people thought it was staged. Um, but I'm not here to really talk about that or jump on that bandwagon of talking about that. One thing that I thought was interesting though is being on different social media platforms and seeing how many perspectives people enter the conversation or how many perspectives, you know, whether people thought he was right or wrong, whether people make it a protection of black women issues, whether people make it a respect thing, uh, I, I just thought it was interesting to see so many different perspectives, which brings me to what I really want to talk about, which was the highlight for me of that whole thing, um, which was Will repeating what Denzel Washington told him, you know, while he comforted him during the commercial break, which was be careful because at your highest moment, that's when the devil comes. And that comment still, I'm still processing that because I think that was such a, a timely and very simple, yet very powerful word and statement that clearly resonated with Will Smith to the point to where he, you know, impromptu put this in his speech of winning because in all honesty, I think I think Will Smith was surprised himself that he reacted in that way. I, just like everybody else, I think it's easy for us to say what we would or wouldn't do. But until we're really in that situation, you don't, you know, you don't really know. And we're all human. And that's what I want to talk about today is do we really know our limits? Like, do you know for you what will push you over the edge, no matter how much work you've done? Like Will Smith, if you watch any of his even recently, you know, recent interviews, like Charlemagne just called him the, um, I don't know if y'all watched The Breakfast Club, but DJ Jazzy Jeff, which is his DJ from back in the day, they're still really cool friends. He called him the uh, the Willie Lama, like the Dalai Lama, because Will Smith has really been working on himself, like spiritually, mentally, you know, his wife do the red table talk, like he's really been growing as a person, and yet he still had this moment on international television, you know, and to me, it was a culmination of not just that moment, but you know, if you've been in the media, him and his wife have been the butt of many jokes, you know, since that whole entanglement issue. And, you know, at the end of the day, he's still a man. 
he's still a man who deserves and wants to command respect. And if you've seen some of his speech, I love the way he said, you know, in this industry, you got to let people say whatever and you're just supposed to take it with a smile on your face. You know, and how true is that? You know, they're in this public light where people hold them to an unbelievable standard that if we were in those regular situations, like I work in a school. Now, at my school particularly, we don't be having fights like that, but I've been in many schools where you can't even talk about nobody's shoes without a fight busting out. Like, this is regular behavior, you know, until you learn, like, other ways to cope. But even that, we all have a breaking point. You know, everybody has that limit. And depending on what you were taught, what your background is, how you're taught to react, you're going to respond a certain way. And here he is, has the heightened expectation of celebrity to not react, not respond, to be better than that because he's making money when it's just kind of like, dang, like what y'all, you know, what y'all expect, you know? And I'm not saying whether he's right or wrong. I will say I stand with Will Smith <laughs> for multiple reasons I won't really get into on here because my opinion on that is nuanced, but I just really wanted to use this moment to ask the question, do you know your limits? Do you know what will really push you to the edge? Do you know what will be your breaking point to doing something where your character can be questioned, where further opportunities can, you know, be up for chance, where it could compromise what you got going and the life you want to live or how you want to be perceived? Do you know your limits? And the reason I think this question is important because, like I said again, we all have in our mind how we would react in the ideal situation or if we were in that situation, but you don't know. And sometimes it can get to a point where you have a breaking point as far as you've held it in or you've taken this or that for so long to where it's like, forget it. <laughs> I don't care who watching. I don't care like what's going to happen. I don't care the consequences. I might even regret it later, but I need to get this off. And that's the moment to me that I feel like Will had last night. I, I don't feel like his reaction was in isolation to what happened right then and there. Like Chris Rock just happened to be the the the, the punching bag for the rest of his frustration. But, I mean... <laughs> I do feel like he ain't nobody going to be making no jokes anytime soon on his behalf. Like, you know, it, and it reminds me of when I was younger, my mom, my mom grew up fighting. Like people probably look at me and be, be like, you totally different from your mom. Like in my sister, you know, my sister and my mom, they the real thugs of the family. Like I came out very, very nice, <laughs> but people know too, like, like, I can have an attitude, but my mom, she used to physically fight when she was in middle school and high school. And then my sister, like, she just unmesswittable. Like, they, they had those demeanors and those attitudes. And one thing my mom used to tell us younger, because she grew up fighting, she didn't want us to do that. But she used to always say, you too beautiful to fight. She was like, don't let nobody, like, if you got to tell somebody who they messing with early on, do that like don't let nobody just be sitting up bullying you or talking to you only way and she was like 
sometimes you only got to tell people who they messing with one time and you'll never have that problem again. And so again, she wasn't condoning violence. She was even just talking about using your words, but she was a big advocate on, you know, always carry yourself like you got something to lose, but also don't let anybody just be running over you. Like sometimes you got to let people know who they messing with. And to me, that was a moment Will Smith had. And I just remember even being younger, being in those situations, like, you know, people think I'm super friendly and I've never had to have like a super physical fight. But it would have been time, it has been times where, you know, I had to tell people, hey, like, whether it was using my voice. And then it was certain situations that I stayed silent on because I had to think about, okay, if I say this, I know this type of person where it's going to get physical and I got something to lose. Like, I don't want to lose my officer position. I don't want to be off the team. I don't want to be in DAP because I'm trying to fight for my honor. Like, to me, she seemed weak for even saying the stuff she, that she's saying, you know? So it's been situations like that where, like, you you being silent for your, for your honor and for your position or where you're speaking up. But the question I keep reverting back to is, do you know your limits? And the reason I think this question is important is because we all are going to be put in situations high, low, whether you're super exposed. I did an episode about this, ooh, probably like in the month of January. I think it's called Exposure or something like that, where I talked about, you know, what happens if you're exposed too soon, like, there are things God wants to build in our character behind the scenes because when you're on those grand stages, like like Denzel said, that's when the devil come for you. And that's regardless of what you believe. Like I take that comment as the devil, as just those temptations that, you know, where it's really all eyes on you. Because let's just be frank. Like how many of us have witnessed a situation like that, like in everyday life, like, whether you work at a school, whether it's in your hood, like for black people, what just happened was no surprise. It's a surprise because of the where they were at. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, but you know, to us it was like, you know, that's I wouldn't say it's an everyday thing, but that ain't nothing, you know, to be like, oh my God, I'm so I'm so shocked. I feel so uh, afraid. Like I heard you know, I'm not even gonna get into that, but <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just interesting how different races see things, especially different races of women. I just been like, okay, it ain't even, you know, that deep. But I'm asking that question of, do you know your limits? Because sometimes this even applies to relationships. I don't know if y'all know the show Snapped and what Snapped is about, but I think it used to come on TLC. I think it's still going, or maybe it's just in syndication. But the show chronicles these women who, these are true life stories where they snapped one day and like killed their husband or whatever man they was messing with. And I don't condone that, but to, to understand that these were true stories where these women were either tired of getting abused physically or emotionally or where they was tired of getting cheated on, or, you know, he, you know, you get into the nitty gritty of that story and this woman snapped. 
This one woman snapped. Um, I don't know if y'all look up and Google Lorena Bobbin. She's like the top <laughs> snapped woman in history. What she did to that, she fully castrated her man. You know, she gave her own type of vasectomy. But, <laughs> and again, I don't condone that, but I understand that mindset. If me being a woman and me have dealing with heartbreak and me, you know, having have felt like, ooh, you got over and feeling like that had been done to me multiple times, I understand that. And that's why to this day, I had to learn about myself. There are certain situations with men I'll never put myself in again, or I'll never like stick around and try to make it work because I know where my mind and my mentality and my emotions can take me. And I've thought things that I felt like, dang, if somebody could read my mind, I'd probably be in jail for that. Like, <laughs> I'll probably, like, it'll probably be, she premeditating what she about to do. And I'm just, and I'm being very transparent about this. Like, you can think I'm crazy, but I'm just being very transparent because we all got that in us, whether you've allowed yourself to think that way, act out from that or not, we all got that in us. And so I keep coming back to the question, do you know your breaking point? Do you know like what boundaries will send you out of being perceived how you wanna be perceived, making a mistake at a moment that's you know irreversible, you know, letting opportunities that you have on a table be now up for chance or off the table. You know, people questioning your character. Do you know what those moments are? And if not, you know, how do you how do we become aware? And to me, I've come I've become aware. I've become aware of certain things just from like really studying myself, like studying how I respond studying how I feel about certain things, studying emotionally how I react. And that's why, again, I keep reiterating to this day, like one thing I won't do with a man again, and I don't like never saying never, but maybe me saying it here holds me even more accountable because again, we never know what we'll do. But I tell myself like, but man cheat on me, especially when we already in a relationship, it's a done deal because that's didn't happen to me before and I've been played with like it's just something I know can easily send me if I continue to replay that in my head or let him like continue to continue to play like that's just nothing I'll do second thing I, I just won't put up with is a man like me staying me being a long-term girlfriend like I know women who stay in relationships three four five six seven years before they get a ring and to me at this age I personally couldn't do that that's something that will literally especially if it don't work out how I how I think it should go like that's something that will make me snap not probably to the point where the women on the episode but it'll make me like I feel like do things and say things and get to a place mentally and emotionally that I really don't want anybody to take me to so I have to put boundaries around, you know, my time and what I'm willing to accept and what I'm willing to deal with and what I'm willing to work through and what it's just like, I can forgive you, but you know what? I just think this is not going to work out how I thought it would. 
and everybody has their own limits like somebody may be listening to this well if he cheat and if it's a one-time thing good for you you know somebody can be like hey like I waited all this time like I'd rather be with him and I'd rather see where this goes and if he propose or not I will be mad but I'm willing to stick it out like I know people personally who have been in relationships for a very long time and they finally got the ring and that makes them happy to me that's not my story and I think each woman because I'm assuming women listen to this each woman has a right and the responsibility to identify like what are your limits like right now I'm using the limits of relationships if we go back to the Will Smith scenario you know his limit is like I'm tired of being a buddy y'all jokes and y'all thinking I ain't I'm not about like I don't deserve the respect like look what I've done it with my life look at the type of man I've been in my marriage look what type of family man I've been and y'all up here like I'm the butt of everybody's jokes like no more <laughs> you know everybody got limits everybody you know I think it's just wise for us to know what they are and sometimes we don't know all of them until we had that moment but I think one thing that i that that moment reminded me of is like really continue to study yourself because it is things that tick you off that you ignore or that you like feel like oh you know you try to like heal yourself past it and sometimes like you can do all that healing but this is just something that's going to be a non-negotiable for you that you don't like this is just going to be something that if somebody do this it don't matter how it don't matter if you want to go to be a monk you turning up <laughs> like in in that and I feel like those type of things within us are important to know because I feel like if you're listening to my content you're you're an avid healer like you want to grow you want to be better sorry y'all that's my bell you're looking for ways to develop you're looking for ways to grow and better yourself why at the same time even with all that growing and healing and reflecting you're doing there's still going to be certain things that you're not going to be able to tolerate. There's still going to be certain things that, like, no matter how much healing work you do, how many, how many times you go talk to a therapist about it, you don't want nobody touching this subject. You don't want nobody wasting this type of time. You don't want nobody saying this to you, doing this to you. Like, you don't want to find yourself in this situation, no matter what type of healing we've done. And I think that's like to me i'm using this exam this this historical moment i call it black history because i stand well but i i look at this moment as an opportunity for look at to for me to look at the situation in that way like whitley do you really know your limits like do you know like the things that without trying to change it without saying well that's something i should be mature about that's something like for me like, I know even being somebody that doesn't have a whole lot of followers, people ain't commenting on everything, but when it gets to that point, I know I'm the type of person who, like, I get real irritated at stupidity. And I am learning that certain things don't even deserve a response. Like, I look at somebody, um, like, I love Cardi B, and I look at somebody like her who is her personality to respond to like everyday people. And I get it too, because again, 
like you in that situation, especially when you're a celebrity, people think they can say anything, but it's influencers who are not even celebrities who go through the same thing. Like the more exposed you get, like these apps give people courage that if you saw them in everyday life, they would not have, you know? So you even gotta create a even tougher skin in this day and age while we have this online media where people feel like they can say and do anything. You know, they feel like they got so much access and can comment on anything, which is wild to me that they really wouldn't do in your face. You know, and I think that's we're living in really weird times. So what I'm learning about myself, too, is that even under a post that's not mine, when I see something absurdly stupid or just super rude and nasty for no reason, like it irritates me so much where I be wanting to get under there and comment. I'm like, Whitley. That ain't even your fight. It ain't even worth it. So that's giving me information like, okay, you got to protect your mind. You got to protect your peace. You got to, you got to understand, okay, what deserves your energy? What deserves correction? And then what are your outlets? You know, what or who are your outlets? Like I, there was a post I think like on the shade room or on spiritual word, one of those, they, they both look the same to me at this point, <laughs> but um, it was this woman getting like wrapped up for her belly. And so I put in the comments, I was like, dang, we do all of this. We do everything except the magic of the gym. She was talking about in the video how the tape or whatnot was magic and she's supposed to keep it on for days. And I got so many likes for that comment and also people were posting or whatnot and these two other women got in an argument under my comment she was just like that's from having a child and this this and that mind you this lady getting wrapped up is like i know close to 50 like she ain't had no child recently not saying that's the issue or whatnot but i just let these women go ahead and i was like you know i said what i said it wasn't for an argument it wasn't to belittle anybody because really i think you know I don't condone surgery. I don't want anybody putting anything in their body. But sometimes there's surgery about just nip and tuck and bringing your breast up or, you know, taking the extra skin off your belly. Like, whatever you feel like you need to do, do it. Because I don't, you know, I haven't had a child before, too. And I know that changes a woman's body. So I stay out those conversations. I don't try to judge that. But the point I was making with just, like, going to the gym is that sometimes we're, we're doing things that are convenient and we have not tried something that we can control which is going to the gym and eating better and changing our habits because social media also gives us the opportunity to see plenty of women who have had multiple children who who are in better shape than I am and they older than me in multiple body types multiple like every you know not just one type of body type, not just one type of genetics. So we can make that argument every day. But to me, there are examples of natural ways of getting it done. And my point of making the comment was like, we take all of these long roads and shortcuts and things that could be long-term dangerous instead of like changing our eating habits, which is a much more healthier and sustainable option or like getting ourselves cut open on the table, you know? Um, so there was no need for me to like 
debate in the comments with somebody who did not agree. Like that would have been a waste of energy. But I bring that up to say, I know that's something that like, I don't really like being misunderstood, but in this day and age, you gotta be okay with that. Like that's not something that should send you over. But if it is, okay, then what are my limits? Do I need to stop reading comments? Do I need to have an outlet to let some steam off? Like those are things I have to figure out, you know? Um, and so I'm looking at this in multiple areas, whether it be relationships, whether it be in my personal life, whether it be in my intimate relationships, whether it be in my work relationships, like what are those boundaries? And am I making sure I know what my limits are? Because we all got them. We all got them. And anybody who thinks they're above, like, you know, reacting or responding in a certain way, your day will come where you'll be proven otherwise. Your day will come. So my encouragement for myself and for you who's listening is just to, you know, be an avid study of yourself and say, okay, what are my limits? What are, what are my boundaries? You know, what are, what are some things that like really, really get under my skin and how do I either avoid those things, protect myself from those things or put myself in situations where I'm not around what could really send me over the edge. Or if you're in that situation now, like I said with the Will Smith thing, I think that was a build up of emotion. I think that was a build of multiple things. So it's like, how am I processing certain things? And do I know when things are building and I'm not addressing them? So I love y'all so much and I'll see you on the next one.